Barbara calls her family. In the war, my dad, um, he wasn't allowed, he was in a protected occupation and he wasn't allowed to go in the forces because he was um, working down the bottom there, working on the ships, making the chains as they, the ships were being built. He was a blacksmith on the boats and they said it was a protected occupation and that's what upset him, he couldn't go in the army. And he didn't feel he was doing his job until one weekend he disappeared. My mum was going mental. And she heard him coming up the stairs. Good job he was filthy dirty when he walked in the door because she was standing behind the door with a wrought iron frying pan to hit him on the head with. And he'd been across rescuing them on the um, little boats going over to Dunkirk rescuing the soldiers and they weren't allowed to tell anybody. Because, and he said he felt then he'd done his duty. The Dunkirk spirit is something we can all be proud of. But what was it like for men like Barbara's dad? The engine room's the biggest part of the boat. And uh, we've got our main engines here, we've got our fire pumps here. And uh, this was the place that um, those people who were badly injured um, during the uh, Dunkirk evacuation were put down. And in the um, information that we have, you'll find that uh, up to 20 people ended up in this engine room at any one time. Um, bearing in mind it was the warmest place for the, the people to be. They could be given basic first aid and also given cups of tea and food. Um, and most of the people that uh, were rescued have uh, stories of being um, brought down into the engine room and falling asleep because most of them have been uh, up to their necks in water for two or three days, sometimes longer, suffering from hypothermia and, uh, and some of them were quite badly injured as well. And this was a place of sanctuary and refuge for them, so they were more than happy to be brought down here. Um, the engines themselves, um, although they are big, um, are a, a rumbling type engine. They're not like a modern engine making lots of noise. So for them, a lot of them just fell asleep and the next thing they remember is, is being lifted back out of the engine room in, onto the deck and then being transferred across to um, the, the shore at Ramsgate, which is where the, the, uh, the boat made its trips from. And sometimes you find that these particular individuals have kept their stories um, away from their families. It's been blocked away and because of the emotion that goes with it, because of their friends that were killed and the horrors that they've seen. But this boat seems to be open it up and they will tell stories and the family will just be flabbergasted that their, their father, grandfather, uncle, whoever, um, is able to remember um, with clarity exactly where they were. They can point to different parts of the boat and say, that's where I was on this boat and I was rescued by a fireman who gave me a cup of tea and a piece of uh, a sandwich or whatever it may be. Um, and that's one of the things we had to do when we were restoring the boat was to make decisions about did we want the boat to remain with dents and digs in it or did we want to make it pristine and we went with the dents and digs because each of those and we over the years we found tell a story someone will come onto the boat and say did you know that dent there I put it there I was steering the boat and I put a dent into it here or something of that order and they can tell you a fantastic anecdote story about what they did when their time in the Massey Shore was uh, firefighting or may have been at Dunkirk. You can visit the Massey Shore fireboat and the Portway tugboat in East India Quay. They are part of a historic boat collection here on the island.
continue up to board five. You'll pass Millwall out of dock to your right. It's time to play kickabout. <laughs>